When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Janis Kuda. I'm Evgeny Donsker. I'm Henry Larson. I'm Peter Torepko and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, <laughs> welcome back, mate. We had a bit of a uh, crazy one, didn't we, last night? It was an elongated match in the end, and, well, five sets of uh, true brilliance from sort of both players, really. Uh, what did you make of it all, JG? Well, mate, I can finally say I've eaten, so I feel a lot better now. Um, it was a long day yesterday, obviously covering both semi-finals. Yes. Uh, they- the second one went on for some time. But saying that, something I was a bit surprised of. It was only 30 minutes longer than the other match, believe it or not. Which is crazy. And Yeah, well, considering one was a three-setter and the other was five sets. I um, think it was all... Yeah, go on. No, sorry. You said... What you said I was going to say, I think it was all just down to those first... That first set was a real marathon set in that uh, first match. Wasn't it a 15-minute game? Yeah, a couple yeah. of seven, eight, ten, ten-minute games... And Schwartzman, Nadal, it was just like, who's going to break first every rally they were going for? Whereas yeah, yeah. when we got to the Djokovic match, they both started going for it a bit more and we were seeing a lot more winners. And yeah, I don't know. It was a real topsy-turvy match, wasn't it? And when you thought Djokovic was, well, home and dry, suddenly... With a match point, yeah. you'd never have thought it, mate. And then to see it go to five sets from there, you just got to give credit to pass really. What yeah. a... What an effort, really. I feel sorry for him that he's ending a loss. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the end goal is obviously to win and get uh, get into the final. His first Grand Slam final, it would have been. Um, yep. But he's come, he's, he's come so far. He's had a brilliant tournament. And I'm sure we are going to see him in these situations in many times in the future. Yeah. Uh, he's a brilliant player. Uh, but now the big one's going to be Novak Djokovic, Rafael Nadal. I'm sporting the Nadal background today. Got Rafa just over my shoulder. That's when he lifted his 12th at Roland Garros. But is he going to wow. lift the number 13? Well, yeah, I bet the bookmakers, well, I had a quick look earlier and they're saying that he is a favourite, but uh, not as big a favourite as, as you'd expect. Obviously, he's playing Novak Djokovic and Djokovic having the sort of, well, the year any player could dream about with... Uh, not really. Uh, we kept on going on about it last night and not being defeated. Was he defeated? Was it Karenia Buster? But still, really, no one's 
actually beaten him properly this year, which is pretty impressive. He's lost by a default, and that's the only way he's lost. But other than that, he's uh, blemish-free, and uh, we're in for a treat because what more could you want from your final to face Rafael Nadal, who has not dropped a set for the whole entire tournament than facing somebody who hasn't lost for the whole entire year. And uh, number one and number two as well. It's just, it's just written in the stars, isn't it? It's going to be a a spectacular final, but before we get onto our predictions, we'll be doing them later on in the video. Let's just talk about the semis now, because obviously there's a lot of listeners out there who haven't been watching our live streams. They rely on the podcasts. Yes, obviously, yes. Uh, Apple. What's it? Apple. We've got on uh, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox. Yep. And um, with them, we'll go through that first semi-final. Obviously, Rafael Nadal got it done in three sets. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Three sets really tell the story. Like you said, that first set was ridiculously long. I think it was over an hour, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, just over an hour. And the, well, we were treated. We thought how long is it going to take them to get going in this one and first game it was well both were at the races weren't they and you just thought god if every game's like this we're gonna be here all day but Rafa well he sort of don't know didn't like crush Schwartzman's hope but it was it was a little bit uh deflating after losing that then to love and it once he has the break it's so hard to get back in the set and even yeah. though the rally, rallies were long it was Rafael Nadal's to lose really after he had that first set I think yeah yeah no I agree I don't really have much more to add on it I thought it was a really good display from uh uh Rafael Nadal he played a really good match tactically he was perfect, I feel. Yeah. The way he was uh, taking the pace of the ball at times and then putting it back on. We've seen him do it so often and the angles he creates at Roland Garros, it's just like no one's ever been able to do that before. So uh, it was a bit of a masterclass, to be fair. And um, leads on nicely to, well, the big one yesterday, Sitapas, Djokovic, five-setter, crazy, oh, crazy, yeah. crazy man. <laughs> but uh, Djokovic, for me, I know Sitapas played really well. I don't know. I feel like Djokovic, he ha- he's had more of a claim for this final now based off that performance. I know he went to five sets, but I thought when he was playing good, the level was a lot higher than what Rafael Nadal's top level was in that in that semi-final. Do you think Rafael Nadal's got out of uh, second gear yet in the tournament? Uh, or is he still holding a little bit back? Just Well, uh, he had to, to be fair, but... Schwartzman wasn't, it's not the Schwartzman, a fresh Schwartzman. In Rome, we saw a more fresher Schwartzman and uh, he was able to deliver a better result. Obviously, playing five, over five hours of Dominic team took a lot out of him in the round before. Um, yeah. So, based off that, I think Schwartzman wasn't really hitting it like he can. Yeah. Uh, so, Rafael Nadal didn't have to raise his level, whereas Sittipas was playing close to his peak, which made Djokovic have to up his level to see a higher tier Novak Djokovic. So it's going to be interesting to see. I think they're both pretty warm for this final and it is a final of a Grand Slam. So these two, they're part of the big three. You'd yeah. expect them. doesn't matter what's happened before. It doesn't matter if they've not played tennis for, for months. If they're going into a Grand Slam final, they're going to be up for it regardless. Mm-hmm. And yeah, both for their own rights. So obviously Djokovic is trying to close the gap on Roger, on Roger Federer's uh, 20 Grand Slams. Yes. We've also got Rafael Nadal trying to equal the 20 Grand Slams. Yep. And um, yeah, uh, interesting question, really. Roger's probably going to be watching at home. Who do you think mm. he wants to win? 
Well, he's got to be favouring. Oh, yeah, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because we have the whole federal little bromance type thing that they have together. But uh, if he gets it, he goes level with Roger. So, but then if Djokovic gets it, there might be more chance that he takes more Grand Slams in the next couple of years. And I don't know. I could see him probably swaying more towards Rafa getting it. And uh, to probably just him having the claim that Rafa's won all his on clay, blah, 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 all of this type of talk. But, well, I think that they've got that. I don't know. There's a mutual sort of respect between him. He didn't, he didn't take steal a Wimbledon away from him from 40-15 as well. Always helped. <laughs> yeah, that's, that must hurt Federer even now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, There's no way that you cannot be hurting after like one of those type of results is it so yeah i think he'll be sat at home he'll be enjoying it uh it's just a shame we couldn't see him like maybe in the stands or something that would have been quite exciting but maybe they'll pop him up on the video call or something <laughs> you never know well it would definitely be watching it like you say i'm sure he wished that neither of them were going to win yeah um, but Saying that, I'm sure he's he's quite humble in the fact that he respects all the all the other competitors and he just wants to see the best level of tennis. And if these two are producing it at the time, then they're fully deserving of lifting the trophy. Um, yeah. But yeah, before we get on to other, other predictions, um, let's talk about the women's. So we've yeah. got a final, which is happening, I believe, in about half an hour's time. We're going to be doing a live watch along for that. We're super excited for it. Um, but looking at the semi-finals, we covered both of them too. We had, yeah. what was it, Podoroska versus Sviatek. And the other one was Kenin versus... Kvitva. Kvitva. Yep. So what do you make of them? Well, they were pretty uh, one-sided affairs in the end, which we sort of... I sort of saw it more from the Savontek side because uh, I was just made a note uh, earlier on just because I was just having a look through her draw. Let me just uh, reference it now, Ooh, if I can find it. Just it was quite an interesting thing that I saw from Savontek, that she's only dropped 21 games so far on the way to the final, which is an incredible. And I was trying to do some research to find out what the record is for women's yeah. tennis and uh, dropping uh, games on way to final. But that's got to be up there because she hasn't dropped a set and she's pretty much won every set comfortably as well. Yeah. A lot of six been... twos in there, isn't there? Six ones, six twos, especially against member Simona Halep, who was hot favourite to win this. And no one could see her uh, being stopped until she came up against Savontek. And same in this semi-final, six two, six one. Destroyed Podoroska, who's had an amazing tournament, who knocked out Svitolina in the quarters, just blew her out the water. It was just a one-sided affair. And it's going to be really tough for Sophia Kenin in this final if she continues to play like that. You know, if I don't think anyone can beat her if she's in that type of form. She's just hitting the ball so hard and hitting it so accurately. And consistently and, as well. Yeah. And you just don't see this that often in women's tennis as well, do you? I mean, maybe when Serena burst on the scene on Venus burst on the scene, they were bringing the power to the courts maybe, and they were wiping the floor with a lot of people. But 
it's quite refreshing to see that there's somebody now on tour who's doing the same. And may, could she be the next breed? Could she be the next person to take the women's game to the next level? Because she's sort of a polar opposite of like a Serena or Venus Williams. Like they're such big stature and quite muscular and that you can see where their power comes from. Whereas Savontek a little bit hidden and it surprises a lot of her opponents i think how powerful she is and i think it's like so refreshing for the women's game yeah i think that was a really good summary actually ben i agree with everything you said um so moving on to the other semi-final kenin yeah. kovitova we yeah. thought i don't know i thought kovitova was going to beat her but we didn't really fancy kenin's chances on clay you look at her route through to where she's to the semi-final and uh dropped quite a few sets yeah. Hasn't looked that comfortable. You wind back all the way to Rome. Yes. And it was a double bagel against Azarenka. Was it not? <laughs> yeah, I believe so. Yeah, How so you look playing. at Kenin getting a double bagel in Rome and then you wind on till now and she's in a final of the French Open. It's just bizarre. Like, how can you even... How's that possible? Uh, yeah. We know how good Azarenka is, but still, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, so we kind of did write Kenin off a lot in this tournament. We kept thinking she's going to be going out, going out. And yeah. she just surprised us every round and managed to get through. And the most surprising one was the semi-final with Kvitova getting it done in two sets. And uh, Kvitova at times had some brilliant returns off her second serve. Um, Kenin's second serve, that is. But for me, Kenin just looks formidable. Just a warrior. We was calling her the prana on stream. Because when she senses a bit of blood, she's there. She and, is. Um, yeah, it just it's going to make it a really good final, I feel. Because obviously, she's the one who's re what recently won the last Grand Slam in Australia. She's yeah. going to be high on confidence from that. They're both yeah, young so. players, but you'd say Kenin is a lot more experienced on the big stage. Yeah. Uh, but Sviatek, for me, has been more impressive through the tournament. So it does even itself out a little bit. I think it's just super interesting. I know that when we were watching the Kenin match and you were sort of saying that the better final would be Kvitova versus Savontek and how you just want to see the power versus the power. I'm yeah, but actually... just let me add, that was before I watched, before Kenin killed basically Kvitova and smashed her apart in two sets. Well, this is why I thought that the final, before that even that semi-final happened, I thought the more interesting final would be Kenin-Savontek because it's more of a match of styles when she's not all just power like a Kvitova. And it's that's the type of game that you're going to need. You're going to need an all-round game to uh, take on Savontek. And she's going to have a work cut out for her because she's going to be doing a lot of scrambling around on the court. It's just about how good is your recovery skill? How well can you get everything back in court and try and give yourself a good enough chance to win the rally? And it's going to be super interesting. Will Savontek's level stay as high? Will she get more nervous? Kenin's been there before and she's looking very good and she peaked probably just at the right time in the semis. So... So, so interesting. I'm very excited. <laughs> no, mate, I agree completely. Um, what do you want to move on to now? I was going to say well, something, but it's completely gone from my memory. Well, well, there's only one place that we can move on to, isn't it? I know everybody wants to hear us talk about it. The big final coming tomorrow. Rap yeah, before again. you do that, it's just yeah. it's just come back to me. What okay, I wanted to say on. is a big weapon, what Kenin does have in her favour, is a yeah. drop shot. 
I think if she utilises that, we've seen the conditions here at Roland Garros and how effective it's been for Djokovic this whole tournament. Yeah. That could be a big factor in levelling out the, the match against Savontek. Because so far, you'd have to say Savontek should be the fa- should be the favourite based off her hitting. She's such a hard hitter. And the yeah. way she's played this tournament, she's literally blown away everyone she's faced. So what makes you think she can't do it against Sophia Kennan, who's recently lost six love, six love in Rome on clay? Yeah, um, it's, you'd, you'd have to look at the statistics and think Savontek should be able to win this match. However, if Kenin is able to utilise that drop shot, I think that could sort of uh, make it a lot more of a balanced affair and that could make it a very interesting dynamic. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that's a very good observation. That drop shot could become uh, the shot of the final. You never know. That could be the one that it could be the key so unlocks the door that unravels the game of Igor Savontek. But we don't know yet. Hey, will she even yeah, get well, a chance to play it? <laughs> <laughs> well, looking at the comments, we've got Melez here saying, hey. Kenin is tough. Savontek's high-risk game could crumble under some pressure. Mm, and Andy's saying, Savontek going to wipe Kenin off the court. It's very interesting, isn't it? Because there's a very, they're two such different games and you can see the argument for either of them winning. And Kenin, I think it makes it more interesting the fact that Kenin did win so impressively against another power hitter in the semi-final. So a lot of people would say, yeah, I think she's going to do it again. She can just handle the power hitters. She can fire it back herself. She can get around the court better. She's got, she won a grand slam already this year. But then there's the other side. Savontek looks unstoppable. <laughs> so how do you, uh, how is anyone going to beat her? It just looks like that type of final where it could be easily six two six one or something again in this final. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, no, I agree completely. But anyway, let's get on to our predictions. And before we do, I just want to give this opportunity for some of you guys. If you want to give your prediction for either the men's or the women's final. We're going to offer you to come on the podcast right now. All you have to do is send us a DM on either Instagram or Twitter uh, with your email address. We can add you to the call right now and you can just take us through. It doesn't have to, you don't have to show your face if you don't want to. Uh, just for one minute or so, just who, who you think is going to win the final. Maybe some opinions on what you think is going to happen. And yeah, it'll be great. To, it'll be brilliant to hear from you. I know it's last minute, so it's fine if no one wants to. Uh, but in Why the meantime, not? Ben's going to give his for the men's. Was it for the men's or the women's? Either or. What do you want to start with? Oh, or do my, both? I have a prediction for the women's as it's first up and it's in 20 yeah. minutes. It's really tough. I've gone back and forth in my mind. Uh, I woke up this morning and I thought, Kenin's going to do it. Kenin's the one. She's the Grand Slam champion. She's going to do it. Then I went to the shop. I came back and I thought, I think Savontek's just going to smash her. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I think I'm just, I'm, I'm so torn. I think I'm going to go with, because I know that you're going to go for probably Savontek. I'm going to go with Sophia Kenin. It's going to take her second Grand Slam of the year. The experience is going to show out. She's going to do it in three sets. Wow. Fair enough. You're going to give us a bit of score? Give uh, us the score as well? Ooh, I reckon she's going to get, She's going to be the comeback queen again. She's going to lose the first set and it's going to be quite convincing. I reckon it's going to be about 6-1 to Savontek. And then the second set, we could see a real fight on our hands, probably a 6-4 to Kenin. And then the final set, 
I reckon Kenin will take over and then we'll see a, like maybe a 6-3, possibly. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I like it. For me, I'm repping the Polish uh, Savontek. For me, I think she's going to win it. I reckon she's going to get it done in two as well. I don't mm. think it's going to go to a three. And the reason is if it does go for a three, I fancy Kenin to win. Yeah. Um, I think the only way, well, the, not the only way, I think the way it's going to play out is Sviatek's going to come out so fast and so so pumped. I think she could go to a, an early lead, like you said, maybe a 6-2 in the first set. And uh, second set's going to be a lot more cagier, uh, but it could be finished maybe in a tie-break. Oh, no, is it, will there be a tie-break? Yeah, a tie-break, sorry. What, in the final set? or In the second set. Second I think she'll get it done in a tie-break in the second set. And it's going to be relatively close. But I reckon the first set, she's going to win maybe a 6-2 and then a tie-break in the second. But for me, Savontek's going to be the one with her hands on the trophy. Well, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you're correct. So we got Melez there in the uh, comments saying we didn't add his sticker on there for the uh, extra one. Maybe you want it. I know you said you wanted to try and explain that to uh, some of the fans, just how we're trying to show the Yeah, we're, that, we're getting a lot of different donations coming through. So instead of just accumulating them, what we was doing was just going to do your main donation. Uh, so it just gives a chance for people, like more people to be on there. Um, but if you want to get on there at the moment, all you need to do is donate six, $6 and you'll be making probably second spot the looks of it. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. Anyway, back to the predictions. Yeah. So there are predictions. That's quite an interesting one there. You reckon it's going to be a whitewash for Savantec. I'm going Kenan in three. And then on to the men's. That's where the real, uh, oh God, the nitty gritty starts. And will Novak Djokovic be too tired? Will Rafael Nadal uh, be fresh enough? Will he get into third gear and enough to take out Djokovic, who came through an epic match? Got to have some confidence because he still managed to win the third set. I think it was 6 1, wasn't it, against a sit yeah. pass? Yeah, so, one, yeah. So that's what I mean. He still raised his level again. It was still, you just know going into that fourth set, even though he lost, uh, or in the fifth set, but even though he lost two in a row, you knew there was another Djokovic coming out in the fifth. There was not going to be the same Well, one. it's a repeat, isn't it, of like what happened with Andy Murray. He was two sets up. Uh, yep. Murray brought it back to 2 all, and then Djokovic cleaned it up in the fourth, fifth set and won 6-1 as well. So it's a repeat of that for City Pass. Mental, um, mental strength, I think. Yeah. For, uh, that's what is the key in this final. And who's going to have the mental edge in this Well, I'll give my prediction right now then. So I'm going for... <laughs> I'm not saying that. I've yeah. got Rafa Nadal here over my shoulder. I can't let him down. I'm going for a Rafa Nadal win. I think it's written in the stars. Obviously, his record is 99-2 and two at Roland Garros. It's, it's gonna. It could potentially be his 100th win. And what a better way to do it on centre court at Roland Garros to get his 100th win to take him to the top of the all-time Grand Slam list, to be beating the world number one, <laughs> to be beating someone who's been undefeated and no one can touch. I'm just sorry. It'll be one of the greatest things ever in tennis. And it's just written in the stars for me for him to be able to do that at Roland Garros after all the stuff that's happened this year. Uh, I just, I'm getting emotional just talking about it. <laughs> for me, Rafa Nadal, if he, if he wins this, I'm, I'm hoping he can. It will just be an amazing, amazing thing. Um, well, I think it's going to be super tough, though. I don't like the fact that the bookies have him as a favourite. For me, I don't. I think it's a very even contest. 
as much as you can say what how good Rafael Nadal is at this tournament, Novak, the way he's played over the last few months, it's just not human, really, the way he's played. It's just, he's played out of his skin and he has been so formidable. At any moment, you don't think he's ever going to lose. Um, but I'm going to go with the five sets, Rafa Nadal win. I think it's going to be a spectacular one. I reckon Nadal's going to win the first set. Djokovic is going to win the second. Nadal's going to win the third. Djokovic is going to win the fourth. And Nadal's going to come through. Maybe could be a long one, a big number, and he's going to win the fifth in just the most spectacular fashion. I can see your dream. Your dreams last night were probably all <laughs> related around this final. Uh, well, don't get too emotional just yet. JG, because I'm going to say the undefeated man is going to stay undefeated in 2020. He's not undefeated. He lost to Buster. Yeah, you you just said he was undefeated. You just listed that in one of your I said in your preview. He's been final. undefeated for so long. Exactly, and that's the thing. No one's actually. He beat himself. No actual other person has beaten Novak Djokovic this year. He's mentally the strongest player on the tour. And he proved it again in the semi-final against Sitapas. He can be down, he can be out, but he's never, never out of it. He literally comes back from the depths of like despair, really. And I think Novak Djokovic... This is going to be the changing of the guard. The king will be slayed. There will be a new king in the French Open, Roland Garros. It's going to be Novak Djokovic. And Novak Djokovic is going to win this. I'm also going to say it's going to probably go to five. And I think we, we could see Djokovic two sets to love up. Rafael Nadal battling back, similar to what we saw in the semi-final, but the mental edge will go to Novak Djokovic and he will prove he is the the most strong mental player on the tour by taking that fifth set and lifting. It will be his second French Open. So that's that's what I've got to say about it. Interesting, mate. I'm so excited. I can't wait for it now. I'm getting a little Revel report through here. Thank you for that, Lisa. (laughs) Saying uh, she looked up Paris weather for tomorrow. It's 58 degrees, 20% precipitation, 71% humidity, wind, nine miles an hour. That sounds like I think Djokovic was born in those conditions. (laughs) It doesn't mean much to me, I must admit. But Mele is saying uh 58 degrees fahrenheit tomorrow is quite cold which would in theory help the drop shots <laughs> drop shot of it so don't worry if Djokovic wins this french open we'll be getting some drop shot of it t-shirts made up that's for sure and don't worry we'll pop them on our uh channel if anybody wants a drop shot of it t-shirt then uh we'll get them out of there i'm sure uh, Rafa King of Clay t-shirts will probably JG will be making up. (laughs) Mate, there's too many already out there. He's already got the title irrelevant of what happens today. He is, whatever happens, will always be the King of Clay. However, this is just going to be a massive, massive match for him just to add that extra one. And uh, it'll be 13 Roland Garros's. He'll have 20 Grand Slams. I just can't wait, mate. And obviously, we've got the women's final cup happening in 10 minutes. We're going to be doing a live watch along for that. So hopefully, as many of you can join us 
super pumped for that as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I was going to say one thing quickly. I know we said about, uh, who is it? Savontek. And she's obviously only dropped, how many games was it? Something ridiculous. Was it? Uh, I'll just have to bring up the stat again. I've forgotten. One 21, second. I think you said. 21 games. Yeah, she's only dropped 21 games on the way to the final. I was trying to... Uh, I didn't have time to calculate Raffers. I didn't realise he was... Uh, I think he was... Uh, he's the he's in the total history of the French Open. He has the record of the fewest games uh, dropped, which was back in 2017 when he only dropped 35 games uh, in the whole yeah. tournament, which is incredible i don't think yeah. he's going to be on that same one this time i haven't calculated it yeah but i would assume that's a record that's going to be so hard to beat <laughs> 35 games yeah that's 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 nuts um but yeah just looking at the head-to-head between the two i don't know if you have uh, a screen up ben just to show it yeah i can uh, pull it up one second Wow. But no, it was quite interesting to have a look through. Obviously, yeah. one of the more recent ones was the ATP Cup where uh, Djokovic beat Nadal. It's not quite the same as the Grand Slam. So looking at a Grand mm. Slam, I think there was 2019 Australian Open. and uh, Djokovic won that 3-0. Oh. There we go. Yeah. I don't have to rely on... Ben's got it now. There we go. Oh my just go God. to the... <laughs> no, go, yeah, just go to the most recent minute. one in 2019. There was, uh, there's one in um, Australia. Apologies. There we go. So, oh, look how many times they played each other. Outrageous. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, it's just there. Third one down. This one? Well, that's oh. the last Grand Slam, isn't it? Yeah, that's the last Grand Slam one there. And then, uh, yeah, so Nadal won the last time they played, but that was in Rome. And that was... Uh, yeah, the last time on clay, obviously. Nadal, well, the last, what's it, the last, out of the last four times they've played on clay, Nadal's won three of them, two in Rome, one in Madrid, and lost one in Rome. <laughs> and don't forget the fashion that he won, uh, his one that he did win in Rome last year, which was bageled Djokovic in the first set. Uh, Djokovic won the second set 6-4 and then he's 6-1 in the third set. So Djokovic is going to hope not for a repeat of any of those sets in this one. But that just goes to show you can be number one in the world and Rafa can still bagel you. So it doesn't doesn't matter. Uh, like it, You could be anybody on clay and Rafa Nadal is always that little level above. But I think the gap has closened in the past year maybe and maybe this weird french open we're in a cold time of year yeah it's just there's everything's a bit up in the air this year i know that even though that that's the case we still have number one and number two are in the grand slam final but it might mean that it's slightly closer than before yeah well at least he makes a really good comment actually she was saying i'm leaning towards novak but you can never count Rafa out, let alone on clay. They're both amazing. Do you think that any other player will even come close to the 20 other, 20 Grand Slams and the big three? What do you make of it? Oh, well, it just depends if we get one player who comes... We haven't really seen anybody who's come through with that sort of standard yet at that young age. They would have to be uh, playing... I don't know, nearly up to a quarterfinal Grand Slam stage at the age of 17 or something, I think. That's the standard you'd have to get to. If someone comes through like that, 
then well, I don't know. You could be in your early twenties and just be ridiculously dominant. Say if you was in your early twenties and had a dominant maybe fifteen maybe. years, that would yeah. work as well till thirty-five. But it, you just need to. I just don't know. Are we going to see someone that dominant? I really I, don't. I don't doubt. I don't think we're ever going to see this. Uh, these these uh, records beaten. Um, but you never know. Like tennis is a crazy sport. Things things can change quickly. But for me, yeah. the big three are the big three for a reason, and uh, yeah. it's just going to be super difficult to knock them off their power, uh, perch, like ever, in my yeah. opinion. I think that them records are there to stay, and uh, it's going to be a really sad day when they all retire. But we're in good hands because there's some good talents there right now. City Pass for me is a really good one. That's really great. enjoy watching him play. I think Medvedev as well. There's yeah. a few Italian players coming through. Uh, you've got Massetti, really young, Berrettini, you've got Sinner, you've got yeah. a few Canadians, yep. Americans. There's a lot of players. Argentinians. There's, a lot of- there's loads. There's, there's, there's a lot of good players around. British On the British side, it's not looking that promising, I must admit. We don't really <laughs> have anyone to shout about, uh, which is a bit no. disappointing, I guess. But I'm just sticking with my Italian roots because uh, there's a lot of good Italians. Yeah, there definitely is. Uh, and obviously Alcaraz Garcia as well. Uh, he's yeah. another one that everyone will be watching in the well coming years, just to see if he flourishes into the like next well big player that we think he can be. Just want to see him do a little bit better on the ATP tour, and if he does, yeah, he could be one to watch as well. So I know that we're getting close to a uh, kickoff time on the. Uh, Philip Schaff, yeah, I was just yeah. checking now. It's been delayed slightly, so I think it's starting okay. at ten past two now, which All is right, good. It gives us a little, a little longer. Yeah, um, for sure. I know that theory, we can probably. Is there anything you want to say? Sorry, I just no. I just wanted to say it's pretty crazy that there's some qualifying going on, and I think believe there's going to be four or three ATP events next week, which is outrageous. Yeah. So there's one in Sardinia, there's one in Cologne, and there's one in St. Petersburg as well. Is that three yeah, ATP right, events yeah, yeah. going on at once, which is, um, wow, really, like tennis is going to be hitting our screens even more now the Grand Slam's over, which is <laughs> Mate, we've got no time off. It's going to be brilliant. I know you're going away on holiday, aren't you, for a bit? Yeah, yeah, just for a week. So uh, I'll be back uh, Monday week. But, hope well, once we've done this final... Uh, yeah, well, I'll be back in a week's time after that. But you never know. JG can keep you up to date with some of the results, I'm sure, while I'm gone. Yeah, I might have to do a few little clips and little news stuff. Um, but yeah, we'll see what we can do. Hopefully, there's a lot of tennis, as you say. So we're going to so be straight much. on it. No rest for us. But that's what we learned. We've, we've always been hoping for tennis. When we had all that time off and we was doing podcasts about a load of rubbish, really, whatever I was <laughs> happening in the news. Uh, we're just trying our best to bring as much tennis news as happening but now we're actually getting into it all and the tennis is is resumed and there's so much to talk about so hopefully yeah. you all enjoy the final as much as we will we've got the women's happening soon and then the men's tomorrow join us for both of them and uh, I think we'll wrap it up there anything left to say Ben? No see you in, in the women's final Podcast Network.